Welcome, my darling pretties, to our Beyond the Dawn of Business podcast for pretty empowered female entrepreneurs. It's time to step into your power, pretties, lift each other, support the squad, and choose a life filled with the autonomy and freedom to live your dreams. I'm your host, Dawn Beth, owner and founder of Beyond the Dawn Digital Business Brand and Agency. My coffee is hot and my eyelashes are on, so we are ready to go. Hi, everybody, and welcome to today's episode. Today, I want to talk to you about artificial intelligence. It is the conversation that has been happening in the business world for months now, and I thought it was probably about time that we had the conversation and discussed about AI. So for those of you who perhaps have heard a little bit but don't fully understand yet, um, artificial intelligence is actually already been part of the digital landscape for an awful long time but it's gotten a lot of PR a lot more visibility um, in the last 12 months on the basis that some of the programs that have been worked on and that haven't been wildly publicly available have now become publicly available so you may have heard of one in particular website called chat GPT that allows you to request text prompts given back to you from an automated system that will allow you to do things like create blogs or create captions for your social media or write for you a marketing plan or a PR plan or a pitch or any of those things. Now, the main thing that I get asked all of the time is, can I use it? Is it legitimate? Is it any good quality? What can I do? And the one thing that I will say, and you'll hear me say regularly, is that artificial intelligence should be used like any other digital asset that we have in our business. It's really, really good as a tool, but it's not going to replace the human. In fact, what we find quite regularly with ChatGPT, whenever we try to test it, to use it in more in-depth work, is that it actually does an awful lot of good in terms of research, in terms of systems, in terms of organisation. It can be really handy for helping you to cite sources. It can be really handy to give you inspirational tips. It can help you with writer's block if you're not quite sure where to start. But it definitely doesn't fully deliver what you would hope it would deliver and certainly what lots of people have worried (laughs) that it would deliver in terms of replacing copywriters, graphic designers or any of those professionals. Now are copywriters using ChatGPT? Absolutely they are. Are secretaries, receptionists, um, you know legal um, people, people who, you know, in those kinds of administrative jobs. Yes, 100% they are. Can it help you to sound professional in an email? Yes. Can it give you tips and hints in the way that you can construct um, an article or a paragraph of information? Yes, but just in the same way that any template that you will have been able to find on the internet over the last few years always could. 
Yes, it gives it back to you as though it was a Google search, which is quite nifty. And watching the characters appear on the screen can be quite thrilling. But essentially, it's no different to the information that's already been out there. It's just being presented to you in a different way. Could you have gone on Etsy at any point and bought a bunch of email templates that would have given you the exact same thing? Yes. Also, is the information it's spitting back at you accurate? Mm, There are some um, variations in opinions on that. Quite often, ChatGPT in particular will only go to a certain time frame and it's it's ripping information off the internet. So if every single thing on the internet is truthful, then you know that what you're getting is going to be legit. But as we know, media is not always truth. It's just things that are spoken about. It's often a conversation, quite often an opinion. Sometimes it's just blatant fake news. And sadly, all of those things do still go into the mix. We have actually had AI in our lives a lot longer than we think we have. Every single algorithm that we have on any social media or anything that we use for our televisions, for Netflix and all of those things are run by AI. So I don't want to burst a bubble, but it's not new. It's been in our world. It's actually been there in the background. We just didn't know it. We didn't give it a name. We certainly weren't thinking about it the way we have now. What's really good about AI and what we really like as an agency is that it's quite good to rely on in terms of being able to structure your thoughts. So we've been able to take um, an article, for instance, that I've written, throw it into ChatGPT and ask ChatGPT to pick out some key phrases um, or really inspirational sentences that I may have just naturally have written into the article so that we can use them in a different format and it does that beautifully so in terms of repurposing your really good high quality human content it can be really handy that way so where you perhaps may have hired an assistant to do that for you and it might have taken that assistant an hour to perform that task you can now have AI do that for you and in a matter of seconds that task has been completed so in that way it can save you a lot of money it can save somebody a lot of time and it can support your business in a really positive way but you can't rely on it to do your copy copywriters are using it but they're using it as a tool they are not relying on it solely they are taking the information from it and perhaps they're even using parts of it but they're certainly not relying on it and in a whole sense I had a really good conversation with a colleague of mine, uh, with somebody who works in the digital marketing landscape, and we sometimes pass work back and forth between our two agencies. And uh, we had this this wonderful discussion. And she said to me, Dawny, I'm really, I'm at the point where I feel like we're going to lose people based on AI. And she was talking about the graphic design element because Photoshop in particular has brought out a fantastic model of artificial intelligence that allows us to manipulate images in a much quicker and more efficient way uh, when using um, Photoshop. And, you know, we've been we've been looking for these types of tools to support us. You still have to have the creative ability behind it to know what you want the AI to make. So that creative mind is not missing. If anything, it becomes more valuable. As more people use it for um, a lean-to, if you will, for tasks to be completed, it doesn't mean that the, the creativity that requires that task to even exist 
um, will be removed. If anything, the human behind the creative thought becomes more valuable because they are able to drive more of the efficiencies that run through AI. At this moment in time, an AI graphic designer can't draw hands very well. I don't know if anybody has seen the images on social media. We've all had a little play with AI and it's it's fun and it's, it's good to look at. It's definitely entertaining. But you'll notice that nine times out of ten there is an error on hands. I'm not going to worry about AI taking over the world until it can draw hands. Um, but it is something that definitely, definitely is going to make its way into our world. It's definitely something that we can rely on as an efficiency, as a tool in our business, just the same way as we rely on Photoshop, just the same way as we rely on Canva, just the same way as I'm relying on the program that is recording my voice right now to communicate to you. All of these things a few years ago didn't exist. Now they do. It's a tool. You still need my voice in order for this podcast to be a success. You're still going to need the human behind the AI in order for the AI to work. Not everybody knows how to work AI either. So what it has created is there are a level of us now that consider ourselves to be quite advanced in using AI because we have been using these programs behind the scenes for a number of months and we've been testing things and we've gotten really good at writing exceptional prompts. We've gotten really good at writing descriptive briefs that allow for the AI to fully comprehend what it is we're asking it to do or what we want to achieve. And already you can see those of us that have been using it, those of us that understand it, those of us that are there and really get all of the fantastic things that you can be doing with it, how quickly we are apart from the general public who are just kind of starting to get to grips with it or understand what it is. So we'll be able to help you and enhance your experience when using it as well, which is a beautiful thing. There are lots of things that people fear when it comes to AI and there are things that you need to be aware of. So in terms of security, and this is just everybody, this isn't just necessarily business owners, but everybody that's using any kind of digital tech in their lives, which is pretty much everybody. Can somebody now deep fake your voice? Absolutely yes. Me doing this podcast and it being public, me doing any kind of video that's out in the uh, in the ether and it being public is a risk. You could have a message from me bumbled together from this podcast, from somebody recording the audio on this podcast, taking the tones of my voice, saying a sentence with it that I never said and making it seem like it came from me. Video is the same. I watched an amazing video with Gary V just a couple of weeks ago where he said in 10 years time there will be more fake videos of me built off the things that I have actually said um, than there are accurate videos of things that I truly did say. And that's true. And for those of us that are in the public eye, for those of us that put ourselves out in a public way, that is kind of scary. There's there's no two ways about that. It is quite scary that somebody could take a video of you and deep fake you saying something that goes against your values, that goes against all of those types of things. Um, it's really, really tough. So the main way that we're going to have to combat that 
And there is going to be lots of inventive, creative ways to combat that. And believe me when I say that the best minds in the world are thinking up new ways to protect us and so that we can show authenticity on these things is by allowing for a level of verification. It is for allowing watermarking on a higher level as well. It's giving an opportunity for us to prove who we are, what we have said and to stand by or to approve or verify this message uh, based on you know, what is authentic and what's not authentic. Now unfortunately, as usually happens, the thing that breaches the security has existed before the thing that allows us to verify, lock it down, watermark it or claim responsibility for it. So you might see a video of Gary V in 10 years time um, that doesn't have a specific logo or doesn't have a specific watermark. In the same way that fake money didn't have anything to prove what was genuine money to begin with, we're going through that whole process but in a digital way. There is going to be a way to prove it. There will be multiple ways. At this moment in time, it's too far in its infancies for us to know how to do that. So simple watermarking at this point can help you. Verifying your social media accounts whenever you have the opportunity to. We're struggling to verify our Instagram account at the moment because um, I timed out on my uh, phone when I was trying to send the photograph of who I was. And then they said, oh, it's okay, this is timed out. We'll issue you a refund and you can resubmit. And I was like, that's great. And it's been resubmitting now for about six months. It won't let me attempt re-verification. And it's just one of those things. These things happen. It's not a biggie. But if you can verify and you're happy to pay the amount that you have to pay to be able to prove that you are the the person um, on social, then that's always going to be helpful. It will probably come to a place where people will have to be drawn to your direct accounts to a physical location to know whether something is legitimately from you. So if they see that something is on the internet and it's not your verified account, they're automatically going to discount it. It could do really good things for people's visibility. There is the um, argument that there's no such thing as bad PR, you know. So there are people out there who aren't so worried about it. But what I would suggest is not ignoring it. If you're in a space of curiosity where you can have a look and see what is available for you in terms of AI and how it might be able to enhance your business, then absolutely do go ahead and have a look at that and test it out. I've done a wonderful training with my audience attraction people um, about AI and that masterclass has just been so good in being able to give people a gentle introduction in how they can use it for their benefit without being scared of it and without having to get into the realms of feeling like they have to fully understand all of it before they test it out. But that's something that, you know, only you can recognise is going to be helpful for you to do. What I will say is that it's caused a lot of excitement. A lot of people are really loving the additional support the speed with which that they can perform what would have already been an admin task or something that might be a bit drudgy in terms of taking up your time and making you slower in terms of being able to complete 
it's really really fantastic for those type of things so don't discount it there will be positives with using it but just know when everybody starts using AI for their blogs, for their articles, for their captions, and they're no longer speaking in their own voice, when they're no longer using the tonal emotive response that we naturally use when we share our own stories, your stuff will stick out in a positive way like a sore thumb. So let people rely on ChatGPT. Let them do the captions through ChatGPT because the quality of genuine human connective writing or genuine human connective content will only raise in its profile. It only gives you the opportunity to be a higher standard, to be a higher quality and to be recognised above all others. Yes, don't believe that there is competition, but there is definitely market placement. And believe you me, for those of us that want to be in a specific area of the market, to be seen as experts, to be seen as mentors, to be seen as leaders, we're not going to be the ones who shortcut on the way that we connect to our people. And it will show. So don't worry in terms of, oh my goodness, everyone's going to be using ChatGPT now and it's going to be a sea of noise. It's already always been a sea of noise. If anything, some people are going to get real lazy and that's going to show for the people who are not getting real lazy. That doesn't mean that you can't use it as a tool because you absolutely can. There are still fantastic efficiencies to be had in terms of helping you with your business whilst not losing your human voice and your human connection when you're reaching out to your audiences. And there's a lot of fun to be had as well. Join me in my free group if you aren't already so that we can continue the discussion and I will see you next time. If you're loving our Pretty podcast, come on over to Social Pretties, our online safe house and sisterhood community. It's a safe space where female entrepreneurs connect and thrive in a warm, welcoming fold of pretty amazing women. You'll find an easy redirect in the description and I can't wait to see you in there. And depending on where you're listening right now, we would love it if you would click subscribe or follow so that you can be the first to know when our new podcasts come out. <laughs>